This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to Radio Plasma. I'm Johan Vega, and we are celebrating the holidays. Yes, from home, from whichever place can be safe for us. And that is the main reason, feeling safe, feeling warm, feeling being together. And for that purpose, I want to welcome a very special guest. It's the first time that she is here on Radio Plasma, but not the first time that we have had some sort of interaction and showcasing all her talents. She's a singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, composer, and an amazing human being. I want to welcome Sinem Sanye. Oh, and <laughs> thank you. Pleasure having you here today. Oh my gosh, it's my honor. Thank you so much. It's, uh, I'm really happy to be here and it's, it's nice. Um, it's coming full circle, you know, from my first album and now here we are doing an interview, which is fantastic. It all began when you released your album, When I Don't Sleep. And I remember two songs being immediately like instant classics for me, Are We In Love and Boom Shikinana. Those two songs were, wow. You were showing a lot of creativity, a beautiful voice, a lot of great skills in music performance and composing. But at the same time, you were featuring the hints and flavors of different cultures. Mm -hmm. Having a little bit of bossa nova in one, having a little bit of Middle Eastern flavor in the rhythm. So tell us a little about that, about the background that makes this sound part of your music. So at the time that I was coming out with my first album, I was listening to a lot of bossa nova and a lot of Latin music and Brazilian music. And I was just so inspired. I mean, as a teenager, I listened to all kinds of music. I did have world music CDs in my collection. So I do love, absolutely love world music, but I also love pop music. So You know, I was kind of like, ah, oh, what kind of an album should I do? You know, so I decided to kind of combine the two. And, you know, Bebel Gilberto was a big inspiration. Um, she's, she's fantastic. Um, the Brazilian girls, they do a lot of, have you heard of them? They do a lot of international type music with pop music and EDM. Um, and so that's the route I wanted to take. Um, and me being international myself, my family, Uh, I am Turkish. Uh, I was born in Germany and I grew up in New York. So it's a whole mixture of things, you know, <laughs> I'm not just one thing. And, and now I have citizenship. So, so I'm Turkish American, uh, technically with two passports. So how can you not love, you know, incorporating as many influences as I wanted? And, and that was my first album. That's where I was at that time. And then for the second album, I went more towards the pop side. And 
thinking about that reference that you make with Brazilian girls and uh, Fabina Shuva being mm. so versed in singing in different languages yes. and, and exploring all sorts yes. of different genres in music is, yeah, I, I can definitely see that connection with what you did in your first album. And also, even though some people may say, well, you now were more into the pop music with the second iteration, but you were actually going into what may have felt a trend at the moment, but at the same time still infusing your own style and your own identity and your own roots on everything that you have been doing. I Thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, and and, and I, 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 that's the plan. That's what I hoped. You know, um, as much as I love listening to, to Top 40 radio, uh, it's never my intention to sound like or have songs that are like Britney Spears, you know, no offense to Britney. I think she's fabulous and I'm a fan. Um, but when I do pop music, you're absolutely right. I always want to add in a little bit of something that, that makes it a little different. That gives it a little wink, wink, you know, um, just my twist on, uh, on the pop songs. And it's a lot of fun to do that. And, and I hope it's as, as much fun listening. You, as an entrepreneur, made your own record label. And with that, it became a sort of a mission to continue promoting music and then the work that you committed to support and promote other artists, independent artists, emerging artists, singers, songwriters, musicians, and also the importance of supporting female artists and as well just somehow became an ambassador of the Turkish community and the Turkish culture in New York and also in Turkey as well. So what can you tell us about this whole experience? Um, the Turkish community, as you said, as you mentioned, both in Turkey and in New York or even in the, in, in the U.S., has been so supportive. Um, it's actually just it's so touching and, and, you know, I try to think about that when I have a bad, if I have having a bad day, everybody has their down days, you know, and if I'm doubting myself, I think about all these people that are behind me and rooting for me and they're, they're there. And, and, and I'm just so grateful for it. I really am. And it keeps me going. Um, you know, when I came out with my first album and, and you were in Puerto Rico and you were so kind enough to play it on the radio over there, Uh, the album When I Don't Sleep, um, I came out with it on my own label. And, you know, at the time, I was just focused on coming out with my first album. And that already was a big deal. You know, it's a big deal for anyone putting that project together. And after I released it, and as I was getting into making the second album in like two, six, two, 2016, my gosh, I can't even think about years anymore. I started to think like, okay, so I have this company, I have this record company. Um, I don't want to just put out my own music. You know, I don't want to just, you know, uh, it's not even just, oh, yes, it's a lot of work, but I love so many aspects of the arts and I love going to shows and I love creative people and artists and I love being inspired. And so I decided to, I created a sister company, uh, Six Eight Music, and that was full, solely to focus on women artists, uh, independent, 
female songwriters, producers, um, singers, you know, and I am really excited about it. It's growing. We're growing this community of women artists and we're supporting each other. And um, it fulfills me so much. And we had a few projects where we released, we did promo for some amazing albums. We did radio press. We did promotion for artists and it's just so fulfilling. And I hope to keep expanding it, you know, where eventually I would like to have a podcast and have women songwriters come and sing. And, you know, I, I want to have a magazine or, you know, online zine. And we do have blogs, so we do write about artists, but I want to keep that going and expanding. So what are right now some of the newest things, especially when COVID hit in March and change our lives until now having to be the way we are right now from home. And it has been a challenge. It has been a struggle, but as an artist and as a creative has been a, also a challenge and um, uncharted territory to explore. So what has been going on since COVID started to affect our lives? For sure. Uh, well, I'm in New York city and I can tell you that in March, it was, a, it was a ghost town. It was so eerie to go out outside and not have to look both ways when crossing the street. There were just no cars. And I, didn't, I, could, I would just cross the street without looking. And you can't normally do that in New York City or in any city. And, you know, it was sad because of just strictly musically speaking, um, It was sad because of the, some very famous venues um, closed, had to close in New York. And, you know, a lot of them are still struggling right now. Um, it's so difficult to have to pivot and ch change when your business plan revolves around live music. You know, all those restaurants and those venues that have stages and the music and the people and the food and, and everything just goes together. So, you know, when you lose that, it's, it's very difficult. And, you know, I had planned, well, in January, I actually, I went to the Grammys for the very first time and I went, I was in LA. It was really so much fun. I, uh, it was amazing. And, you know, we got to see Billie Eilish perform and speaking of home, she recorded her entire album from her bedroom, as everyone knows from her brother's bedroom, or was it, I don't know, from her bedroom, her brother's bedroom. So they were ahead of the times. <laughs> mm -hmm. They were, they knew how to like create quality material without leaving their house. So yeah, I was, I was at the Grammys and it's in a stadium and we're like 30,000 people, you know, all squeezed in together. And after COVID happened and I was thinking back to that time, it seemed so surreal to be inside a stadium and just be, you know, at the Grammys. And then now all of a sudden I'm, I'm in New York. I'm not going anywhere. I'm in PJs. I mean, I love being in PJs. So no complaints there. <laughs> It was a shock, you know, it's a shock to everyone's system. And, but now I think that it's important to stay positive and just to focus on what you can do each day. And then that's the best that we can do is take it day by day and try to stay healthy. I came out with this merch over the summer. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
It's a little mask to go over your regular mask. It's called Let's Play from Six Feet Away. And that's a clear reference of your second album. And <laughs> actually, the, the Six Feet makes another interesting wordplay with, with the name of your, of your uh, label, Six Eight. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. You are so right. Well, I just thought it was funny. I mean, the album is Let's Play, but we put From Six Feet Away under it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you said a year ago, us musicians would have masks as part of our merch, we'd be like, what? <laughs> and during this time being at home and still trying to figure out what to do with all ideas. So you've been working on writing and making music and also making connections with more fellow musicians and, and some writers and artists and creatives like you. So what has been going on during this time and the little opportunities that have been emerging with this situation of being from home, but somehow being able to showcase your work? Yeah, so things changed. Um, I was originally, I was invited to, to be a guest educator at the School of the New York Times uh, over the summer. And I was going to teach a two-week intensive course for uh, super talented high school students. My course was going to be on pop music. And part of that course was also to um, not only be in a classroom, but also to take advantage of the location of New York City and to take these students out into the real world. You know, I was going to take them to Apple. Um, I was going to take them to Spotify offices and show them like the inner workings of playlisting and, and the people that work there. And I was going to take them to a live concert, a recording studio, you know, so all of that was planned as part of my pop music course. And unfortunately, because of COVID, we couldn't do that anymore. Um, so instead, they had me as a guest speaker um, during uh, as a webinar. So it was like, you know, virtually. And I was a guest speaker for a class that was about music and fashion. Um, so that was really fun. I got to talk about how music and fashion go together and how I use fashion to express myself, you know, colors and things like that. And so So that became, you know, a, a webinar course. Uh, and also over the summer, I got to do a lot of Instagram lives where I was a guest on another, you know, there's a fabulous organization that's called Turkish Philanthropy Funds, and they ra were raising money for COVID, um, people who were suffering from COVID-related um, financial difficulties. So I played a concert for them. And they also raise money for girls' education in Turkey, which I also like is dear to my heart. And I, I, I don't know, I, I did a few other like uh, live streams as guests and I did like story time reading, that kind of stuff. Next year, I'm going to be, I'm a guest on a podcast, you know, just anything that we can do from home. We're trying to do it the best we can and try to keep people entertained at the same time. You're listening Radio Plasma. And we want to listen to your feedback. Let us know your thoughts, ideas, suggestions, comments, requests, people or matters that you would like to hear about in this space. You can contact us on our website, radioplasma.com and through our social media channels. 
Twitter Radio Plasma Lab and Facebook.com slash Radio Plasma. And then you had an amazing idea of gifting with a show, uh, some sort of a concert. It, actually, I think it had the vibe of being in a small venue. Oh, good. With that intimate feeling of being close, of being completely informal and, and just flowing with everything as it goes. It, it was like that. So a little bit of trivia questions, beautiful songs, guests, conversation. And it was an amazing time to enjoy the vibe of the holidays. Also figuring out how to utilize these resources of technology to emulate that sense of being in a venue when currently we can't. Absolutely. And I think it's part of the future now. I think that, I mean, it's not going to go away that once venues do start opening again and, and, and that'll even be more special now. Now being in person is going to be the novelty, you know, whereas before it was the other way around doing, doing an online stream was kind of like the novelty thing to do, you know, once in a while or whatever, but it's going to be the other way around. And I'm also excited, like, you know, things like the world of VR, that's going to continue growing. And like, imagine I'm getting like goosebumps right now. Imagine putting on a VR set and you can watch your favorite artist, you know, with your friends, they could be in the same room with you on the VR set, or they could be in a completely different country and you could be watching the same concert and like see each other in the VR world. You know, I just think that's kind of cool and I'm looking forward to it. And I want to be a part of it too. So, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to study hard on that technology and, and I want to come out with like a VR music video or something, you know, that's interactive and, and, you know, just to be connected more. Another thing that not only about the experience of feeling like in a venue is also to see all the work that needs to be done in order to put this together. So you did a live streaming that was on different social media platforms simultaneously. <laughs> and you were doing everything by yourself. So from being singer-songwriter to performer, you also became stage manager and producer and, and production designer, production designer, everything that is happening in, in ways that maybe years before were completely out of the picture, only just to think, I only have one task to do. And now you are doing everything on your own in order to put together a show that it became an experience, not just a, a live streaming. It was an actual experience. And, and I just want you to know that is something that for some, maybe something they take for, for granted or they don't even realize of it. But for the ones who do a little bit of work or have at least tried to do something like this, it showed all the effort and all the work that you have been put into make this happen. I appreciate that so much. Um, yeah, the trick is to make it look like it's not hard. It, if it looks like you're, you're fumbling around and you're, you know... Um, it's like stuff is falling off the walls or whatever. It's like, if people can tell how hard it is that you put it together, then, then you're actually not doing your job. You have to make it look like it's all nice and set and calm and easy. And um, yeah, I mean, there's so much involved in the performance, right? For girls too, like hair and makeup and outfit 
and jewelry. And then there's the stage set. There's lighting. That light, lighting is another art of its own. Um, there's the sound mixing. Um, what am I forgetting? Per, you know, people who tune the instruments. Uh, there's so much that goes behind the scenes of any concert. So I really appreciate it. Sometimes it's hard to watch, to go to a show and enjoy it because I'm thinking about how hard it is that they put it together. <laughs> it's hard to sometimes just relax and enjoy the show. But um, yeah, I mean, next year I, I plan to, to, to get better at this. Uh, obviously, uh, it's, I'm still learning. Um, and my plan is to have better sound, you know, go through a mixer, add reverb, you know, all that stuff is, is in, the, in the works for 2021. And part of the gift that you did for, for the show that you created online, there is one song that you released recently and is a holiday song. So Yeah. Well, I co-wrote this song with two fabulous, amazingly talented Um, people. One of them is Blessing Offer. He is actually an alum of The Voice. He was on that show. Yeah, he ha he's got such an amazing voice. Oh my gosh. Plays piano. He's fantastic. I actually wanted to have him on my show, but because it was so close to the holidays, uh, unfortunately, he wasn't able to join us. But him and I wrote the song together here in New York. And then I flew off to LA to record my second album with Michael Blue. He's an amazing producer, songwriter. He, uh, you'll know a lot of the songs that he wrote. Um, do you know Colby Calais? He wrote, he worked with Colby Calais. He worked with Jason Mraz, uh, One Republic, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Uh, it goes on and on anyway. So So he also, um, he recorded the song, he mixed, mastered, produced it, and, co and also wrote a little bit, added the finishing touches, I'd like to say, to that song. To be totally honest, we wrote it years ago. <laughs> But the lyrics say everything's going wrong. There's no, you know, Santa can't come, his sleigh is broken, and the postman is snowed out, and... Our neighbors don't want to come to the door and sing carols. So it sounds very like 2020. So it was actually a very last minute decision, but I literally like last week decided I'm going to release this song. It's time. And it sounds like 2020. It was inspired by 2020 by some cosmic way. So that's what that song is about. Everything going wrong, but somehow because you're together, um, that's all that matters. You don't need presents. You don't need material things. You just need love. You think it's possible that we can hear it? Yeah. You want to hear the recording or you want me to play it? If you could play it, it would be amazing. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still, it's a new, it's new song for me performance wise. So I do need the lyrics just in case. So give me just a second. Sure. You know, it's so funny. When, if you go on YouTube, you can see like the world's most famous major, major artists forgetting their own lyrics. It happens. So I don't want that to happen. Some of the most funniest I've seen is uh, by Regina Spector. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She and seems to be something that it happened quite often. And the <laughs> way she went along with it was the most funniest I ever heard from, from an artist. <laughs> 
my favorite one is, and again, you can find it on YouTube is the, the one where Ella Fitzgerald forgets the lyrics to Mac the knife. And she makes up an entire second verse and chorus. And it is genius. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So I don't want to mess up these words, but let's keep my fingers crossed. Look outside my window. There's no white, there's no snow. Santa's not on his way. He's broken his sleigh. And I'm out of mistletoe. Check the lights, they're not working. That one little bulb ruined everything. How'd it get so out of hand? Nothing's going like a plan. I thought I had the world on a string. Well, isn't it still Christmas when nothing's going right? You can still give that kiss to me by the candlelight. And isn't it still Christmas with no presents under the tree? Yeah, baby, it's still Christmas because you're right here with me. You won't hear my doorbell ring. Got no neighbors caroling. At least the postman's on his rounds, but I live so far from town, he won't be delivering. Feeling like I'm Charlie Brown, smallest Christmas tree in town. It's like I'm always out of luck, forever in a rut. But that won't get me down But isn't it still Christmas When nothing's going right You can still give that kiss To me by the candlelight And isn't it still Christmas With no presents under the tree Yeah, baby, it's still Christmas Cause you're right here with me Yeah, it's just you and me That's all we really need Don't need no mistletoe I know that's where those lips should go we got logs on the fire, songs by the choir on the radio. Then isn't it still Christmas and everything's just right? Maybe it's still Christmas because I have you by my side. Maybe it's still Christmas with no presents under the tree. Oh yes, it's the best Christmas because you are the gift baby and isn't it still christmas even if it all went wrong oh yes it's the best christmas because it's right where i belong and isn't it still christmas with no presents under the tree oh yes it's the best christmas mm, baby maybe it's still christmas and 
just right. Oh yes, it's the best Christmas, cause you're right here with me. Cause you're right here with me. That's an amazing song, an amazing gift for the times that we are having. Like you said, something that was inspired by 2020, even though it happened years, years ago. And it has also this sense of being hopeful and being, yeah, a little bit sarcastic about the situations. Because <laughs> if we don't laugh about some of the circumstances that we can, at least, in order to keep ourselves sane and inspired. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's my plan for next year is to, you know, continue coming out with music that's not so serious and that's fun and maybe even making fun, you know, making fun of myself or just like, I don't know, in general, like just making, just being silly, you know, because we need that. I need that. It's not even just COVID. Like, Everything in the news is depressing, you know, except for this, the recent news of when NASA has news, it's fun, you know, like the rocket went to space or Saturn is close to Jupiter, you know, I like NASA, I follow NASA on Twitter, I'm a dork that way, or, you know, there's going to be an eclipse tonight, you know, the moon or whatever, like, that's the only good news, everything else is like, oh, geez, and so I don't even watch TV, to be honest, I don't watch the news, I get my news from my phone, as long as I can read it. And then, you know, some days I don't even read it. You know, some days I'm just like, ah, no, 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 no. Just gonna be like a cat and hide under the covers <laughs> or stay home and just focus on something that makes you happy, you know? Where can people enjoy of your music and your work and especially to listen to your latest song, <laughs> I'm glad you asked um, because we have an Alexa at home and, oh, I said Alexa and it like, it's lit up. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, when you ask for my song on that Alexa, um, sometimes it gets confused because some of the, some of the Christmas songs titles are very similar. You know, uh, there are similar songs out with similar titles. So that's why I'm going to say it. Again, one more time, the actual title. And if you, if you do have an Alexa and you want to hear it, you have to say, it helps to say my artist name. So you would request, baby, it's still Christmas by Sanier. And that's how you can hear it. Or you can just search for baby, it's still Christmas. It's a little easier, I think, than my name. Not everyone can spell Sanier. Um, but, you know, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, I'm Sanier Music. It's all the same. S-A-N-I-Y-E, Sanier. Um, that's where you can find me and come say hi. And, uh, of course, we, we are going to have all this information uh, linked and posted in this story, in this episode, so that way everyone can find your links to all your social media and everywhere your music can be, can be found. And 
I just want to thank you for for this time, for of course for this gift of your or listening to your song played live, and for everything that you have been doing is is so gratifying and so a, a reason to celebrate to see that it's been more than 10 years that we got that first conversation uh, back in wow. the and then a lot of more things have been going on and you are committed to doing what you love which is music and and creating this beautiful network and supporting artists and supporting women and supporting multiculturality and and diversity you're gonna so, make me cry this so <laughs> is It's such such a joy to celebrate that today, and I want to thank you for that. Well, I can't thank you enough for for asking me and for inviting me, and um, all the way back when, all the way back to the beginning when you first played my my music on in Puerto Rico. Um, I'm just so grateful, and thank you for for this time, and and thank you for all that you do. And and I you know I checked out your uh, your project, your website, and It looks really radio plasma. It looks really exciting. And um, you're in Massachusetts, right? Is it snowy where you are? I wanted to ask you before I forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's snowy. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to thank you for everything that you do for artists and for art. And thank you for having me. Happy New Year. Stay in touch. And definitely we will continue exploring more ways to, to engage with creating things and, and putting out uh, all these ideas through this virtual, virtual environments. Sounds good. So this is our conversation with Sinem Sanye. You can find all the information for her music in our posting of this session on our website, radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude our session that has been recorded virtually from New York is <laughs> the, the beauty of being virtual. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you. Wishing you a joyful, safe and healthy holidays. I'm Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening. <laughs>